This is grade A, 100% pure Colombian cocaine, ladies and gentlemen, disco shit. What's up, what's up, what's up? Gabby versus Will, episode four. It's been a while. What up, Gabby? It's your girl, Gabby. You know I'm anxious to talk. G gutter. Chill, Will. I got her. Yeah, so we're going to start episode four. We got a lot of stuff to talk about episode four. It's been so long since we did the last episode, and we're going to touch on a lot of, you know, Topics we already touched on and some new and everything. Yep, yep. So what are we going to start off with? Should we start off with discrimination <coughs> at jobs? It's up to you. It's on you. It's our show, man. Okay, so we're going to start off with discrimination at jobs. I think it's still, it still exists. What do you think? It will always exist as long as we don't do anything. I mean, yeah. Like, I like that uh, statement, but it's like... If you're the person being discriminated against, what is there to do? Like, what can you, what can you do as a person in a situation where you're being discriminated at a job? Uh, well, first of all, you have to have options. You can't. It can't just be that job and that's it. You have right. to have. You have to be able to just leave. And um, um, what's the other thing you can do? The other thing you could do, you could get with people. And you can um you can get with people that that's probably in the same situation as you, right? Or they don't have to be on the same in the same situation as you, but um you can get together with them, and you can formulate a plan. Okay. And you know there's always like HR and bullshit like that, but they HR, don't always do shit. Yeah, HR is ineffective. Yeah. In most cases, especially if they're all the majority of the same race. Yeah. HR is extremely ineffective. Realistically, I think when we face discrimination at jobs, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can do is is know your worth. You know, if yeah. you have any dreams or aspirations, I think you should follow them. Mm -hmm. In the words of Steve Harvey, you need to dream. And you need to dream big that if you don't accomplish this dream or this goal, it's going to mess your whole entire life up. It'll bother you. It'll drive you crazy if you don't achieve that goal. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. And also with um, we're getting with like-minded people. You know, I, under those type of um situations, I think it's okay to conspire against motherfuckers. Get them the fuck out of here. You Just, think so? Hell yeah. Because that's what they're doing to you, right? It's true. Exactly. So you just do it right back to them. It Play their true. game against them. 
it is true. But mean. a lot of people are scared. Like they they get on jobs scared. and they're they're terrified. They're petrified to like it's like they don't have no voice. They're the little people. I I think discrimination at jobs is a form of bullying. You know, mm-hmm. it's a bully mentality that this particular group has against this person or this group of people. You can't categorize everybody as the same type of person. We all have unique personalities, characteristics. We're all different, you know? And I think it's unfortunate because maybe the person being discriminated against, you don't know their side of the story. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like, in most places, you got to think about it, the the little person, so-called, is usually make up a, 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 a lot of the company or the most important part. When you it's think true. about it, it's kind of like it's stupid. But you ever seen Space Jam when um the at the end when the bad guys was like, well he's bigger than us, and they realized he wasn't even bigger than them. <laughs> yeah, so they I just remember. beat the shit out of him. It's just <laughs> like that. It's true. They're, all this time they were listening to him, and they don't even know why. I agree with that because in the in the particular field that I'm in, when you think about it, the way the companies are structured. The people that's considered line staff or the the lower, you know, entry level type of positions, yeah. they make up that company because the people of of the higher upper management or whatever you want to call it, they're unable to do that job. If the exactly. whole line staff quit, exactly, they couldn't do it. They would be stressed out. They would probably quit themselves. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I meant when I said that they like the most important part. And it's true. Yeah, because they can't. They're not even around half the time. It's so true. So how are you gonna get people to even listen to you? I agree with that. You gotta, like you said, bully. It's a, it is a bully mentality, and it's really unfortunate. But I guess in in the world that we're in, where it's it's not it's not about equality. It's about okay, they're the majority, and they have all this. Power that we believe is power, yeah, and and they can control the people that they consider the minority, you know. Yeah. So jumping from that, and this is something that we've actually talked about, me and you, is the code of white people, right? Uh huh. You've told me several times that they have this code and they stick to it. And you know what? As you tell me this, I'm like, you know what? He's bugging. I, I, you know, I don't really see it. I don't believe it. Yeah. But as you start to go through life and you start to experience certain things, I'm like, you're really right. They do stick to code. And the difference between them and black people is why they are so successful in the things that they do. They cannot know shit. They can go on a job or they can go do whatever in this world and not know nothing about it, not know how to do it, not be qualified to do it. Mm-hmm. But being that these people stick to code, that's how they overrule, you know? Yeah. And with black people, we don't stick to code. We're, we're quick to sell each other out. When, when you think about it, we're the most intelligent race on the planet. Mm-hmm. When we do something, we do it. We know our shit and <clears throat> we do what we supposed to do, you know? Anything that we, if we got, for example, if we got in a particular position at a job, it's because we earned it. It wasn't given to us, you know? Yeah. So I think if we, if we get on code, we would be a very powerful race. They, there would be jobs 
open right now that we would not take because guess what? We're on code and we only work for each other, you know? Yeah. And we're continuing to build and progress and we get the respect that we deserve that we don't receive working for an opposite race, you know? Yeah. Ooh, you broke that down beautifully. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the code is all about sticking together, basically. There's more parts to it, but it's, it's about sticking together. Like, um, like you said, like, um, let's say a random white person gets fired from a job. Yeah. You know what's going to happen when they go to somebody? Be like, look, man, I know that was fucked up what happened, but look, I'm going to call this guy. He, you're going to have an interview with him in the morning. You just got to go there. Look at that. Beautiful, right? Yeah, just like that. But with us, it doesn't happen because part of the, another part of their code is making sure that we don't come together. It's true. I that I definitely agree with. And there's people out here, you know, they laying the groundwork, but it's gonna take a long time, especially when we keep thinking that going to them is the the um the solution, and it's not. It's true. Cause right now there's no, like I said, there's no benefits to to sticking to our code. There's no benefits right now, cause pe- people don't want to struggle, and unfortunately, you gotta struggle. You have to. Yeah. I would agree with Look you. Look at all the benefits you get when you work with them. Uh, pay time off. Uh, and, you know, all this bullshit. Right? It's, it seems cute, but at the end of the day, your kids got to go through the same shit that you're going through because you didn't want to put in the groundwork. It's true. So right now, we got to lay the groundwork, and we got to put that work in to make sure that our kids and our kids' kids and their kids, they're good. We got to do that right now. I agree with you. And you know how I feel about the kids thing. I refuse to bring a kid in the world if I can't make sure that they have a different existence than what I had. Yeah. So it's it's good that you speak on that. And I think we need to make a change in the coming years. Because you think about it, especially in my field, back back to my field, <clears throat> you pay line workers, what, 11 to $13, right? Look at that. When, and when I'm at particular, um, let's say, educational events where I learn the inner workings of how this particular field works. There's plenty of money in this field that they can give them more. Yeah. So I'm like, why work for them for minimum when we can build something ourselves and we can work for maximum, you know? Because there's a lot of money to go around. You have people with... $150,000 $150,000 salaries and you're making 20, 19, 23. And most of them that make so much, they don't really do shit. It's true. And there's, and there'd be jobs out there that's like, it can be the dumbest job ever, but they make a lot. It is true. And we got to go and look for that shit. I agree. I think we really need to come together because it, it it leads to the question, is slavery really over? No. Because it's not when you think about it. Yeah. We're still we're still under the thumb of European people. Yeah. This is what we still abide by their rules. We still have to we we have a, a for example, a company's organization, you have a CEO. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that CEO is European, right? Yeah. So, okay, 
you're hired. You're working under these people. Yeah, they cannot whip you. They can't force you to pick cotton. They can't say particular things to you. But it's still modern day slavery because you're working for a very... Compare your salary to what uh, the cost of living is. Yeah. If you're doing an entry-level job making what they consider to be minimum wage, $11, $13, realistically in New York City, you can't afford an apartment. Nope. In New Jersey, you cannot afford an apartment. Not even a shitty one. No, and then they give you these programs. Okay, if you make under this, you're eligible for whatever government assistance because that's the whole that's the whole strategy of it all to keep you under the thumb now you work for this white or european man or woman Uh and now you're stuck under government assistance who's which is overseen by europeans Mm -hmm. so logically the slavery is not over yeah that's like when you think about it when um you ever seen like something from the 60s, like maybe uh, Malcolm X said or something? And people be like, oh, it still applies to this day. Why you think that, motherfucker? Yeah. Exactly. Because this shit is still, we didn't do enough to make it go away. Like, like well, um, um, segregation and all that. That wasn't enough. I agree with you. We've been through too much. Like, we've, we're a race that literally invented just about everything that we utilize today. Right? Like, that tells you that we are an intelligent race, that if we chose to stand on our own, we would be powerful. If we chose to do things ourselves, do you think they'll still be in business? No, they wouldn't, because the the people of their race, they're not going to settle for a job paying them $11, $13 an hour. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've worked with a lot of Europeans, and they've been crazy as all hell. Oh, I know. Crazy, and I mean crazy. They're at they 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 exhibit no professionalism. They don't know what they're doing, and it's okay because guess what? It's society's norm. So that brings up the question: Can Europeans act crazy? Is it acceptable for them to act crazy? But if as a black or African-American person, if you just stand up for what you believe and speak up, you're crazy, you're combative, you're this, you're that, right? Yeah. So it speaks a lot about society's norms. Yeah. Well, you got to think about it like the way we're programmed, we're programmed through like television, through, through all these things, right? But um, fucking... These these people are crazy, but they normalize it. Yes. They make you look at that. And what they do is they don't put it as, okay, this race is crazy. They put, like, this individual is crazy. Right. Like the the um the shooter. What was this? It was a shooter somewhere. Yes, well, anyway, he shot the school. Yeah, he shot yes. the school up. But nobody's saying he's a, he's, he's cra- he's a crazy white man. They're just saying, like, he, this individual is crazy. And right. I think he was in a um a white supremacist group too. I wouldn't be if surprised. I'm not mistaken. I've ran a I've ran across a lot of Europeans that were psychologically, mentally, emotionally crazy. Yeah. A lot of them. And I mean in the workplace. Yeah. And it's acceptable. They accept it, it is what it is. But 
again, soon as a black person decides to speak up, um, refuse to tolerate a certain thing anymore, then they're considered crazy. I ran across Europeans who were socially awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, they were weird. People even, like, I had African-American people look at, like, this guy is weird, you know? Yeah. And within the European circle, he was accepted. He wasn't viewed as weird. She wasn't viewed as weird, you know? Mm -hmm. But as a black person, if you choose, it's like you damned if you do or you damned if you don't. If you're loud, you're ignorant, you're this, you're that, you don't take nobody's shit, you're combative. You you get the you you're placed in a in a in a bubble. You get the stigmatism against you, you know? Yeah. And then if you're a quiet black person and you carry yourself well, oh she's weird, she's this, that. But it sticks more. Now you're now you're the outcast. Opposed to if it was the if the roles reversed, it's okay. We're gonna still we're gonna still promote, you know, communicating with this person or doing this with this person. It doesn't matter. He's our people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I just don't think that's fair. And I think it's, as a race, again, we need to do something about it. Yeah, it's not and I'm not fair. bashing because by any means am I, race, um, am I racist. But there's, there, there should be some kind of equality going on. Because if you want to say, if we're judging by which race is better, which race is this, black people are more intelligent. Right? I know a black person that can sit there with two screws and build a computer. Like, intelligent. We're able to build, we comprehend, we get it. You know? And when we do something, we work hard at doing it. A majority of us. Mm-hmm. It, it's no privilege here. But we're... But again, we're the minority, so we get the short end of the stick and we get... We, we're expected to tolerate whatever anybody is putting out to us. And I think that's unfair, you know? Yeah. Made me forget what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> Jesus. God. Yeah, so we're going to move on to kindness despite adversity. Okay. And what I mean by kindness despite adversity, if I believe if you're a particular type of person and you're a very kind person, I don't believe that you should allow situations to change the type of person that you are. Because sometimes kindness, I mean, I'm not not even going to say sometimes, often, kindness is taken for weakness. And, you know, people that are kind or nice people, they get the short end of the stick because they get treated all types of ways because they are kind. They are respectful. They are nice. I agree. You do agree? Yeah. Right. Because I be yelling at you and you nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> so with that being said, in order for you to receive respect, do you feel like you have to be nasty in a sense? I feel like you got to check people. Like, you know what I mean? No, please elaborate. Ah, please. You know what I mean. Because <laughs> certain people, they're going to try to test you. Right. Most people going to try to test you. They're going to try to fuck shit with you, basically. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to be like, yo, that shit right there, nah, that shit don't fly over here. Right. And in, in some senses, that is nasty. But I'm, I just call it checking people. You don't have to get mad for me to check you. 
Right. So should you use that type of language in a professional setting? You don't have to even say it that way. I'm just saying that's the way I would say it. I don't think when I t- talk about this shit, I'm not talking about in a professional setting. I'm just talking about anywhere. Just in general. Yeah. Fuck professional settings. Because okay. you mad fake at work anyway. It's true. <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. So you got to find a way to say exactly what I said, but in a professional way. But it's still the same shit. Right. Like, yo, get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. Yeah, I but in a professional way. Yeah. Because right? you please excuse me. That means get the fuck out of my face. Yep. And that's it. Right? Yep. Because <laughs> I'm pretty Be like, sure. uh, moving forward, I would like it if you not did that. Right. <laughs> like, what's the, what does that, what is that code for? Don't do that shit again? Exactly. Because <laughs> if you do it, I will break your fucking jaw. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, people, I think people think because you haven't checked them. Yeah. That they can run over you. Just because you're a particular type of person at work, which they pay you to be fake, right? Exactly. Oh, you got to be respectful. You got to be this. And then they push all of these buttons just just to see which one will make you come out of character. Yeah. You know? I think that's... I don't think that's right. I think people need to understand that everybody has a a a very nasty or violent side to them. You know, you don't blatantly try to push people's buttons, buttons, you know, because I could be kind. Right. Yeah. But maybe I'm kind to a fault where I hold it in. I hold it in and then I explode. Yeah. That's how it usually goes, too. Right. It's true. But um, let me ask you a question. Why do you think people even do that? I think a majority of the people when you're in a professional setting, I believe when you're very calm. They mistake that for weakness, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, this person is calm. They abide by the rules. They're this, they're that. But everybody has a point where you push a button. It doesn't matter how how kind you are, how much bullshit you take. Mm-hmm. I think they just, some people just have, they have to see that other side of you. So they test you and they try to get as much as they can out of you. Until you just boom explode, you know. Yeah, but that's dumb. Cause like, you fuck with the wrong person, that shit could get you choked out. It can. And a lot of people that do that, they're not even tough or nothing like that in any way, shape, or form. Right. They're the type of people like if you break their jaw or you punch them or you see them after work, that they're gonna call the police. Yeah. Why are we so violent? We are violent. We really <laughs> are. We're very violent. It's about breaking jaws. And, and it's sad because, you know, we go into the, like, people like me and you. Mm-hmm. We're very angry. We're the type. We'll probably drag you out the car. We've done it before, you yeah. know? So you go to a job and we put on these, this, this fake, whatever you want to call it, right? Hey, how are you? Yes, this fake persona. How are you? Yeah. Man, you know how hard I be smiling all the goddamn time? <laughs> you know I never really smile. I know. <laughs> Good afternoon, right? Like, having that goddamn. (laughs) So you know, people like us, where but me and you, considering that we can get that type of way, we're very calm. You know, we're we're considerably calm. And then come those people that want to test you, right? 
And you're like, really, man? Just leave me alone. Like, just leave me alone. Allow me to do what I'm here to do, yeah. you know? I want to come here. I want to do my shift. And I want to go the fuck home. Egg- That's it. Exactly. I don't want no trouble. I don't want no beef with nobody. I don't even think about y'all when I'm not here. So exactly. it's like, just leave it there. Let's go. Let's do this. Bang, bang. Let's out. And it's true. And the majority of these people are miserable. <laughs> and it's crazy because most of the people that do give you a hard time, if you really, like, say if we were the type of people to really listen to stuff, there, if you really listen, there's rumors, there's all types of things about these people. Yeah. Like, partaking in unethical behavior. And I think that, and then it speaks a lot about their character, you know? Yeah. So that's why a part of me, like, if I'm in a situation, I try to, you know, woosah and, and give it a moment. But not everybody is like that, you know? Yeah. Some people, they, they'll they hold on to it and they'll hold on to it until it becomes a whole nother different situation. Mm-hmm. And like you said, these people, they're not, they're not built like that at all. Yeah. Like they, they talk or do whatever they do, but they really don't want that action. Yeah, they don't know about that. When is that action? They run away. They run scared. I agree with you with that one. And speaking about action, right? Uh-huh. We're going to move on to reality TV. Okay. Okay, so what's your take on what's going on with reality TV as of late? Uh, only thing I care about right now is Black Ink Crew. Right. Um... Love and Hip Hop Miami, right? No, no, I don't watch that. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I can't really pay attention. Like I don't care no more. I feel like they play with our intelligence. Yeah. I feel like, okay, if you if you, as a grown person, you're not always meeting up with these people just to beef and and throw shit in their face, throw drinks in their face all the goddamn time. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. So stop playing with my intelligence. Exactly. So I gotta keep it to a minimum. So maybe like two shows usually, but right now it's just Black Ink Crew. Right, because I agree with you. Because in real life, in reality, yeah, are we meeting? Are we meeting up with anybody that we dislike just to get in an argument? Nope. No, because we would all be in jail. Yeah, <laughs> and especially women. Exactly. Women is not doing that. I no, know. I don't fuck with her. That's and it. that's it. I agree. And with Black Ink Crew, um, first of all, why is it that? We go to um wherever the bay is from, and it's like, okay, where's her mother? And then we got to wait like two weeks. I know, right? The longest reveal ever. Now, now I know they playing with our intelligence, but imagine if it was real. She's yeah. really looking for her mother. She really doesn't know where she's at. Exactly. And then, okay, we got to wait two weeks. What? <laughs> I know. Longest two weeks ever, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> I didn't care. I don't care about that. Right. Her mother good, not, call it harsh, whatever. I don't care. But imagine if I cared. Imagine if it was real. That shit would have been fucked up. God damn. It, I Poor mean, babe. I agree with you. And I think, I mean, with, I wish reality TV was a lot more reality. But then you got to think about it this way. They want ratings. They need to yeah. put some type no, of understand. action into it you know tv yeah. is not what it used to be you know, you know like back in the days every day you had a show on that you know you can yeah literally Mondays, this, yeah exactly this. that shit does not exist it does not exist so it's like you you scrambling to find good things on tv yeah. um i recently stumbled upon the show atlanta you actually put me on to that show yep I mean, it, it's a pretty good show. At first, I wasn't, you know, you, yeah. you've you been seeing the season. I just finished the season. 
and I wasn't really into it. I'm a, I'm actually excited for the premiere tomorrow on March first. Yeah. Um. So that should be exciting. I'm. That's the only show I, besides Power that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So Insecure, I'm kind of almost over that show. Really? Yes. Why? Hopefully, I don't know. I just don't like the way they left off. Like with her dreaming that they got married and had kids. It kind of played with me because I kind of, you know, inside I'm wishing that they do get back together. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it was kind of playing with me. Hopefully season three is good and they actually work it out. You know, we be worrying about relationships on this show like it's real, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I hate? I hate how long we have to wait till the next season. Yeah. Especially with power and um, insecure. Exactly. It's like every year, and that's like the yeah. longest year of your life. And then they only put like three episodes. <laughs> and then it's over with, right? Yeah, they have to do something in between, like yeah, something. I would I agree. I don't know what, but something. Like twice a year, maybe the show come on, and you know, maybe yeah. one season is shorter than the other, like something. Yeah, like um, what, what some shows do, like uh, Walking Dead or South Park, they split the season up. Right, so they have smart. one in the winter and one, I think, in the summer or some shit like that. But anyway, it's like, it's split up. So I, I think it's 16 episodes a season, but they split it up eight and eight. That makes sense. Yeah. See, that would make a lot more sense. Hopefully they do change it, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. And speaking on that, we're going to wrap up episode four of Gabby versus Will. No, don't, you're not Jada Kiss. Oh. <laughs> we will be back with you guys. Please continue to tune in and support, you know, your people. Uh, what platforms are we on, babe? We're on Google Maps. Maps? <laughs> no. <laughs> we on Google Maps. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're on Google Play Music. Oh, Google Play Music. With us. We're on iTunes. Yep. And we are on SoundCloud. Please search Gabby versus Will support your people. Thank you. Bye, guys. And that's the way the news goes.